0: Hey, everyone, we've got Karima Akil all the way from Atlanta sharing her pivot experience with you today. Take out your pen and paper. Take out your record button on your phone because she's about to share some good stuff with you. Stay tuned. everyone, and welcome to the Pivot Podcast, where I talk to women who are making choices either intentionally or by choice, to make changes in their lives that are making an impact on those around them. I am so excited to be with you today and to share with you one of my wonderful guests who has so much to share about her pivot experience. <laughs> Um, I know that she has a lot of strategies and just nuggets of wisdom that you are going to be able to use and and really apply for your life. But before we get into that, I want to make sure that you share this podcast, share this episode. We are on episode 13, and I want you to make sure that you share this with your friends, a lot of our podcast Family out there. I know that you have um, friends and family that need to hear this good information. So we are on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, um, we're on Anchor. And so make sure that you check out this particular episode and others. And also make sure that you share this episode. We definitely want to make sure that Pivot is the gift that keeps on giving. And so I am delighted today to bring to you wonderful, wonderful woman who really I just met, but I feel like we've known each other forever, and we just have had some wonderful conversation. Um, so Karima, I want you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you.
1: Well, first of all, I feel like I need to match your voice because you know you sound so professional and radio like. That.
0: Do you girl? <laughs> just do you.
1: <laughs> but I am so happy to be with you Malika. Uh, my name is Karima Akila and I am just beyond excited um to share with your listeners a little bit about who I am. I like to tell people that I am the possibility of abundance, freedom, full self-expression. I am the possibility of yes. I am the possibility mm. of levity and fun. Mm. I'm the possibility of um, relentlessness because all of those things are uh, that's who I've had to be mm-hmm. in order to do the things that I've had to do. So, just to give your listeners a little bit of background about who I am, I am a Philly John. Oh, okay, Philly. <laughs> whoop, woo. That's <laughs> right. Philly and I'm
0: half. from Narstown, <laughs> so morning, it's close enough. Don't want to
1: that's right on the playground where I, play I spend most of my days. On their
0: <laughs>
1: but born and raised in um, Mount Airy in West Philly, yes. And I, yeah, I'm the oldest of three kids, and uh, two wonderful parents um, who did a really good job uh, with what they had. And let's see, I uh, went to a fabulous uh, HBCU, good old Morgan State University. Okay down there in Baltimore. So, you know, Baltimore is my second home. Um, I am a mom of a half dozen children.
0: Wow. Come on, six.
1: My my Lord, my Lord. (laughs) Come on, six. Mm-hmm. Come on. And um, I am a, an educator. Um, I've been teaching. I was teaching in the public school okay. for some time. And then when my husband and I got pregnant with the first one, he said, okay, so I'm going to need you to come on home because I don't know who you think will watch this baby but you. <laughs> and so I gladly came home. And with that first kid, um, the rest of the five came after that. And wow. so I quickly went from a stay-at-home mom to a homeschool mom.
0: Wow. Okay. Okay.
1: Yes. and That's a transition. Uh, yes. So, oh, yes. Let's talk about pivots. And um, I was in that space for many years. And about four years ago, well, five years ago now, my husband was diagnosed with leukemia. Wow. And it was one of those things where, you know, he wasn't feeling well. And so we went to the doctor and when the doctor mentioned, um, you know, the word oncologist, we were like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. And so it was like the whole room just changed color Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at that moment. So that began our year of chemo and uh, therapy for him. And then a year after his diagnosis, he passed away.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: So then now I'm a widow
0: okay. with
1: six children. Six. Yes, ma'am. Six and children.
0: So, looking to mom like.
1: Looking. Looking. You better say it. Looking. Looking like, to okay, you. So, looking to me. And, you know, so with those kids, though, you know, grieving looks a little different. Right. You know, when okay. you have, you know, all those eyeballs looking at you saying, yeah, mommy, we understand that you're sad. We're we're sad, too. We know that daddy died. But I'm going um, to need you. Right. Okay. Right. right. I'm going to need you. Okay.
0: I'm going to need you. Right, you right, know, right. To go to the store. Right. And um, yeah, get now. some chips. Right. Okay. Yeah, right. get a little dip or something. Right. You
1: know, get a little pancake mix oatmeal. Right. Right. So, so that really was the for me the entrance into a brand new world. And you know, it is it is a world that I did not and would not have wanted for myself or mm-hmm. for anyone else. But it is a transition that I had to make peace with very quickly. Um, and I will tell you that we just celebrated or remembered rather the four year anniversary of his passing in February. And I think that I realized, um, that this was the first time that I actually made peace
0: Mm. with what happened. Okay.
1: And we'll, we'll talk about that more as we go along, but that right there was the first pivot.
0: So that, that that seemed Mm -hmm. like if if I can just jump in really quickly, that, that right there, um you know, as women, we have multiple pivots in our lives. Um, But that, that seemed like a first kind of move from, from moving from um, children going to school or, or child, maybe the first child and then realizing, okay, we're going to come home and do some homeschooling. That was sort of a pivot, but, and that changes everything. But when you experience the death, experience the death of your husband, that changed things that seemed like that was a pivot that was going to make an impact that was going to, um, be a ripple, have a ripple effect. For sure. For Uh, sure. And so
1: the very first ripple, uh, actually occurred before he passed, I noticed, um, he had a very aggressive form of leukemia. And so when I saw that even if he were to live and survive, he was not going to be the same. And um, so he was the primary breadwinner for the family okay. while I was at home as the primary educator for the family. Okay, And so I realized then I said, you know what, girl, you might want to start looking at something different. So even in the hospital, You know, I remember reading books about, you know, how I can start my own business. And the first book that I read, I have to I'm not going to try and quote the names. I don't remember it right now, but it was written by another stay at home mom. And she also had to make a pivot. And she said, begin with your abundance. Wow. begin with something that you already have a great amount of or if you don't think that you have a great amount of something look at where other people have asked you for something come on and and then give from that place and then start something from there so for me the the story uh, there's a story in the Bible that talks about a widow and this <laughs> one is with the prophet elisha yes the second one. And she said to him, she said, you know, my husband has died and left me in debt. And, you know, they're coming, the creditors are coming, they're going to take away my children. You know, mm-hmm. they did that sort of thing back then. Right. And, um, and so she said, what am I to do? And then so the prophet, um, Elisha, or Elisha, however you pronounce, said to her, and this is my favorite part, he said, what do you have? Come on. And this, uh, I think that this was the miracle. She said, I'm gonna put it in my term. I'm from Philly, so can mm-hmm. I? Can I? Can I put come some on, Philly on it? Come on, come on,
0: get real, be okay. real with the listeners, please.
1: Okay, I'm gonna put some Philly on it for you. She she said, if she were me, because you know she is me, I would have said, well, I ain't got nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. And I would have looked around, and i you know I'm in my kitchen because that's where we live, right? Right. I looked around, and I said, well, I ain't got nothing but uh, but just a little bit of oil sitting over here. Got a little Crisco, right? You know right. What I'm saying? You you want some Crisco? That's right. all I got. And that right there. That was the miracle.
0: Mm. Whatever
1: she had, just being able to identify. Something. Something. That was the miracle. So then the rest of the story goes on. He said, okay, well, you know what? This is what you're going to do. You're going to take that oil right there. I don't care if it's nothing but a drop. You're going to go around, get all the jars from all your neighbors. Bring them up up into your house and Mm -hmm. shut the door. Then you're going to take whatever you think you have. And you're going to pour it into all of these jars. And that's what she and her sons did. And they poured it into all of the jars. And one day she went to reach for another jar. and Her son said, Ma, that's all we got. I'm going to have any more. And then with all of those jars, the oil stopped. And then with all of those jars, she went out then and sold them. So to me, the miracle isn't necessarily that the oil multiplied. Mm. Because it didn't matter what. She told him that she had. Right, right, right. He was gonna multiply whatever. I don't care if she just went in her pocket and said, "Well, all I got is some pocket lint."
0: Right, right. He was he gonna multiply. Said, okay. He would have right. said cotton. Come on. Hey.
1: He would have said, "Go around, and get everybody's <laughs> pocket lint, and you're gonna weave that bad boy together." Right. You are gonna make you a couple shawls or something, some sweaters, and you know, some throws. That's right. That's and you are right. gonna sell that. So I, so for me, it was identifying what I had. Uh, because oftentimes we miss it. We don't see it. Right. We don't value it. Um, that's a good, it that's
0: a good place. I'm sorry, right there. That, I want you to say that again. It, it, the, the miracle is...
1: The miracle was identifying what she had. Yes. That was the miracle.
0: Pivot listeners, this is important for you. Because many of us are searching around, trying to ask somebody else what they see trying to Mm -hmm. figure out what it, what do I have you on your knees, praying you're writing notes to yourself. You're writing down skills and (laughs) abilities, but here's the bottom line. It's already in you and it's it's evident. It's, Mm -hmm. it's almost like God's not going to give you something and hide it from you. That's right. We don't give people gifts and then hide them. (laughs) You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? We give you the gift and it's right there. And so, I love that. I never had that. That perspective is new that the miracle is identifying that thing. Yes. That's it. That's because
1: whatever it is that you identify as something that you have to give and to serve others with, then that is what's multiplied. And then that is what brings you your return, whatever that is. So we all have an abundance of something Mm. because To her, I don't care if it was a quarter cup of oil. To the sister that had no oil, she had an abundance. Right. So just take whatever you have in abundance. And then I was thinking about this the other day. Taking what I, and this is, again, where I had to pivot and I had to look at myself. I had to look at my own self with different eyes. I had to look at myself as not as the stay-at-home mom who'd been birthing and nursing babies for the past 12 years, the homeschool mom you know, who was up to her eyeballs and spelling quizzes and tests, the stay-at-home wife who you know did all the stuff that you would expect a stay-at-home wife to do, because I did not value what I had. Wow. And I had to look at myself differently in order, because like you said, everything that we need is already right here. Nothing new is being trucked in from another planet. Right. It's already right here.
0: Right. Or another person.
1: Or another person. Right. Right. So, but what I did have to do, though, is I had to look at, um, I took a course. My husband passed in 2016, and then by January 2017, I took a course that helped me to identify my dependable strengths, and this is also the course that I offer to others, and so in this course, I had to look at my previous good experiences, things that I did that I actively made happen that I enjoyed, I did well, and I was proud of, and I had to look at that and talk to other people about my good experiences. Mm. And then they wrote down what they heard that I did in order to make this happen. Okay. Malika, when they read those things back to me, I was almost in tears Wow! because they said words like you are courageous, you are brave, you are a visionary, you are creative. Mm. I never would have used those words to describe me.
0: Right, right, right. Come on. Because
1: I didn't, again, I didn't know what it is that I don't have anything. All I got is just a little bit of oil. I don't have anything. All I have is a house full of kids that I've managed to feed and keep alive. You know, when we go through recessions and all types of other things measures of drought and famine.
0: Right, right, right. I don't have
1: anything, but I was able to survive and weather cancer and leukemia and burying a husband.
0: With but six I don't kids.
1: With six kids by myself. Mm. But, but I didn't see what I had. So once I was able to identify that, then it really is a matter of, and for your listeners, once they're able to identify what they do have, then it's simply a matter of deployment. Because that's all those jars were. They were just other containers that you fill yourself with. Fill yourself into these other spaces mm. and then deploy. Wow. So however you want to take that power that is inside of you and put it in something else that other people can then touch and engage with. Right, right. That's it. Wow. And
0: Okay. Take a deep breath listeners. That was good. Come on. That was a lot. I want you to take it all in. See you, you, you missed out. You need to go back and get your notepad and pen. Okay. Get your little cell phone. (laughs) That, that is good stuff right there. See, this is what I'm talking about. And so as I'm looking at my notes here, I see that and and I want to, I, I mean, I'm sure there's so much more to you. We definitely have to have you back on the show, but I want to talk through that somewhere sure. in there you um, started businesses. <laughs> um, you know, it seemed like that, th- those positive words, those words, those powerful um, seeds that were planted in you kind of catapulted something because I'm looking at uh, being the founder of the genius school, um, starting an app, correct? Correct. Not yet pro, uh, two apps, uh, the owner of the LOL company. Talk a little bit about just what was birthed out of you throughout the pivot experience. Sure.
1: So my pivot happened in my suburban office. (laughs) That's where the pivot began. I would go in my suburban office and I would sit. I heard God say to me, come here. I want to talk to you. Wow. And so I went in I went in my suburban office and, and for those who don't know, my suburban office was the back of my suburban. Okay. Oh All come right, on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. And it was it was a beautiful mobile office. You know what I mean? I you could get take my have a suburban office anywhere.
0: You I, love <laughs> I love that. I love that.
1: Listen, you got to use whatever you have. So you we know, got right. all these kids. You know, I'm homeschooling them. They home with me. You know, they're looking at me. I'm looking at them. And I said, okay, get in the car. Let's go to the playground. And while they swinging and sliding and running and ripping, I sat in my suburban office. So in the back of my office, <laughs> I would sit. And um, God simply asked me, and this is the question that I ask other people. And it probably is the hardest question. It was the first question that began my pivot. It was, what do you want mm. what do you want simple question not, not what do you think you should want right not what does your mama want you to want right not what does your church or your business or your kids or anybody else what do you want and right. in answering that question it really is a de- divisive question because you have to want what you want and in wanting and going after that, you are walking away and stepping aside from something else. Right. So, in the back of my in my suburban office, in I suburban sat office. There, my suburban office, beautiful views, beautiful. beautiful. You had a meeting there.
0: Window view, yes.
1: Window views right there mm-hmm. in the back of my suburban <laughs> office. That's where I decided what I wanted, and I said, I want something that helps children. I've always loved children at the time at that time it was not the school but I wanted to help other people transition out of the school at home mentality that I previously had to something that was more authentic uh, and self-directed for students okay. to be able for kids to be able to take the the driving wheel of their own education. so that was number one that was the beginning of the LOL company and then God said, okay, what else do you want? I said, well, um, my husband and his business partner, they were working on a project called Not Yet Pro, and then they had been working on it for years. And then when I saw that my husband was ill and was not going to recover, I told his business partner, I'm going to help you finish this. Now, I'm not a programmer or developer. I was married to one for a long time, so i understand a little bit, but I also know how the app should work and function, and I know how to find a developer to make that happen. So." My biz, my new business partner, I stepped into that, had a seat at the table, and we began the development of the app. And it will be ready this summer oh, for you. Oh,
0: wow. That's awesome.
1: Then God said, okay, what else do you want? I said, well, I want to, I've always loved books, and I, you know, my parents always told me that I was going to be a writer. But I came across two individuals that had already completed a book, but they needed help in finishing it. So I said, "Okay, well, I'll help you publish your books. And so Greenhouse Publishing was born. But in the back of that Suburban, what really happened was God showed me how to dream, how to go into the spirit world called Your Imagination. Because in that world, there are things that are fully alive that are not yet tangible Mm -hmm. and not Mm -hmm. yet manifest. Mm -hmm. And right there in my suburban office, I learned, see it as if it's already completed. Mm -hmm. I've learned, I learned their creative visualization. I learned how, see yourself as if you're watching yourself on TV, how are you when you are sitting at the head of my accelerator because that's the another thing that i will have the sir green accelerator named after my husband wow. when you're sitting at your venture capital table because i started overflow capital Invent- In- investment circle which will be the vc firm that funds the accelerator okay when you see yourself sitting at the end of that mahogany table because it was mahogany mm-hmm.
0: i like it i like it Ma- mahogany. and you see it
1: And you see it. And so that was the lesson. How do you see yourself? Mm -hmm. What do you say? How do you act? How do you think? And you start being and doing that right now. Because the biggest lesson that I learned during my pivot, the biggest lesson of all, Malika, and this is the thing that if your listeners don't remember anything else from me, Mm -hmm. this is what I want them to take away. Okay, It is the being that precedes the doing that precedes the having of it. You have to be the thing that it is that you think that you want. The only reason anyone wants anything at all is because they, I heard a wise woman say this, is because they believe they will feel better in the having of it. So it is really the feeling that you're after. Wow. So when you want that job, when you want that car, when you want that family, when you want that house, it is the feeling that you believe you will have when you have those things. And so true faith is really acting as if you already have it right now. Right. That means true faith is being that way right now. And and so
0: that's important. Mm-hmm. That's important. And I think you, what, you're, what you're saying too is that using your words and declaring it, because you, I would imagine you saw it in your suburban office. Mm-hmm. And everything starts with the imagination, starts in the mind. And then once you start seeing it, you either write it down or you start saying it. And when you start saying it, there's something that happens in the brain in the body. Right. You begin right. to you begin to change your posture. Your That's whole right. position changes because That's now right. you see yourself as the COO, C- COO CEO. You see yourself right. sitting at the mahogany table. You That's see yourself being knowledgeable about something that, well, right now I don't really know, but I will know That's then. Right. I will know when That's I right. need it, right? And so right. that imagination, I want our, our pivot family to really get that you need to start thinking differently what you see see it think it imagine it create a vision in your mind of that very thing that you desire and then start speaking it
1: and then start speaking and doing it malika i spend 20 minutes in meditation morning and night and then after meditation i do transcendental meditation after meditation Then I have, if I have time, at least another 10 to 20 minutes of creative visualization, right? meditation to calm my mind and my fears. And then I am, because sometimes you can't even imagine yourself doing the thing that you want.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And if you can't imagine and see yourself doing it, then of course you can't attain it. But the only, but belief is simply accepting something as true without proof. Mm. So you accept that idea in, You allow it in. That's what accept means. You allow it into yourself Mm -hmm. as true without proof, yourself, your beingness, and then you be it first. So if having this house or whatever it is, is going to make me feel at peace, then be peace right now. Right. Because that is faith demonstrated that you have it. Now you be it first and then you, then you do it. Last thing I'll say is the mistake that I made is I started all of these businesses but Malika I my being about it was wrong. It's the same way as when you send your children to bed and they can kiss you on the cheek and say good night mom and they can walk up the steps peacefully. They're taking the right action. Right. Or they can they can roll their eyes and suck their teeth and stomp up the steps. They're still taking the same action. Mm. But the way they be about it.
0: Right, right. It's completely different. Off, I yeah.
1: was sad and resentful that my husband died. And that resentment, even though I took the right action, my way of being about it was wrong. Mm. And so I had to learn how to be at peace and to be content. And then after I am now being the way that I want to be when I have all this stuff, Mm -hmm. then I take action. Wow. Be it first, do it second, and then you have it.
0: That being precedes the doing and that doing precedes the having having of it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, that's good. That's good. And so there was a lot of self-awareness, um, you know. And I, I think what I, I like something that you said. And a lot of times we get caught up in that is that we are active and we are productive, but our posture is off. You know, yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, it's it's rooted in something other than what what we needed to. And and we can we can be productive and be mad. But we yes. are getting it done, checking off the list. Um, yes. We can be resentful, we can be fearful, and still be driven by that. But once that posture changes, boy, you I bet, I bet things list. fall into place, right? Yes, ma'am. And so, listen, Pivot Family. Whew. I, I'm, I'm exhausted just by getting this good stuff. <laughs> I just want to keep talking for another hour. It's just this is fantastic, <laughs> but I want. What I really want our pivot family to know is that Karima um, Aquila is doing some fantastic things. She has pressed through um, even in her pivot experience, she has pressed through and now she's on the other side. Um, she's giving you the dates. She's telling you about things that are actually happening and that are not suspended in the atmosphere, but they're actually coming into life. I want to, I want to be able to tell our pivot family, Karima, where can they check you out? Do you have a website that you'd like? I sure do. Yeah, tell us about your website. mm -hmm,
1: They can check me out at karimaakila.com. That is simply my name. It is spelled K-A-R-E-M-A-K-I-L-A-H.com. And there they can see everything that I've been up to.
0: Fantastic. This is wonderful. I want to thank you so much for sharing some rich goodness
1: my honor, my privilege. Thank you so much for asking me to join you and for asking me to join your Pivot family. I am beyond honored and humbled.
0: Oh my gosh. I am. I'm, I'm. I just want to sit here. You should see me in the position I'm in. I'm just sitting here like a little kid, just like, like okay, just a little bit more. But I know um, that I think that we have provided our listeners with a good bit of information. Listen, Pivot, I want you to really take this. I want you to listen to this and you the good thing about podcasts is you can listen over and over. I want you to take some notes and really begin to think about where you are in your pivot experience. Have you even started? Have you accepted the fact that it is time to move into a different direction and and really moving through that thing even though it could be very uh, scary. I want you to know that there are women out there, there are others out there like Karima who have had some tragedy but still press through um, and are making things happening and impacting not just the folks around her but folks at large i'm telling you you can get through and you can do this i want to thank you karima for joining us on pivot today i'm so excited for what you're doing um pivot family i want you to go to her her website and check her out um uh, karima at KarimaAkila.com. correct Yes, ma'am. I want you to check her out and see all of the great things she's doing. Connect with her to see, hey, maybe you might want to, uh, maybe you need a service that that she provides. Um, But hey, let's really connect with one another and let's make this thing happen. And let's move through our pivot experience in such a way that we are making that impact and changing lives. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to go on Apple Podcasts and listen um, and share with people that you know that need to hear this. Don't forget to go on Spotify as well. I want to thank you so much for joining us on Pivot Podcast. We will be back next Wednesday. I've got some wonderful guests. We've got some great things to say to you. Thank you so much for joining us.